Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Abbott is November 21st, 2022. Myself and Denise Salcedo are here to review WWE Raw, the go-home show before Survivor Series. Uh, the woman to my right or left, depending on which way you're, you're looking at this screen, is going to be hosting this weekend Survivor Series post-show along with Will Washington. I'll be contributing like some backstage notes. I might drop into the stream yard and uh, drop some notes for them. But I will be at WrestleCade at Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Come talk to me. Come say hi. We're going to have a table there. We're going to be doing interviews there. We're not like doing signings and all that goofy shit there. But uh, come say hi to us. Come meet us. We're going to be doing dozens of interviews at WrestleCade in Winston-Salem. And I hope to see you guys. Very excited. But it's it's a big week, Denise. We went from full gear straight through to uh, Thanksgiving and War Games. And I used to make a joke, Denise. It wasn't a joke. It was a real thing. Every year, within like a week of Thanksgiving, some big-ass interview would drop. Like in 2014, it was CM Punk. In 2015 and 16, it was John Jones after he came back from whatever controversy he had. There was Soraya's first interview after, you know, a lot of the stuff she went through in 2016, 2017. We had The Undertaker, one of his first out-of-character interviews with Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you had to guess, Denise, what big interview would drop within a week of this Thanksgiving? It could be Punk again. Wait, we're getting another interview? No, no. I'm just saying, if tradition held up. Oh, I would say Vince McMahon. Really? I don't think he's I mean, I don't talking. think we will, but I would consider that big. Remember, that oh, was one did. of my predictions for this year, that we would get an Oprah interview with Vince McMahon? <laughs> At the end of the year, we need to go back. I was and gonna, te- yeah, I was gonna text yeah. you and tell you that. By the way, we need to so do a reactions to, do to our crystal ball video to to the magic no, eight ball. No, not or a reactions. I was gonna tell you we have to do another bingo card video for this well, coming year. Well, yeah, but I mean that's easy content for you. Is us just reacting to our original bingo card prediction. But I don't want to react the the to the, br- but I don't want to react. Why? Because to I'm right about everything, Denise. No, you got like one. I don't even think. What did you even get right I got on that? Right. No, I you did not. Yeah, I did. There was yeah, did. no, you did. Uh, not. Listen, I said on January first that Ace Steel would bite somebody. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, I remember you said that. Apparently, yeah, for I sure. did. I said that. 
Uh, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. YouTube's new algorithm has not been kind to us. They've been kind to me, Sean. I know they have. I know they I'm have. 1,200 subscribers away from 80K. Oh, you're going to pass us soon. You're going to pass us very soon. So should I? How should I mock you when I do that? Or do you just want me to not mock you so I will make you feel bad? I don't give a shit. I got like three times Am as I... many followers as you. Yeah, on Twitter. And I'm going to pass you one day too. Or yeah, hopefully that, gonna... that <laughs> You know what's going to be funny? What if like, the day I pass you, Sean, Twitter shuts down? <laughs> it's like I pass you by one person. You think you're going to pass me? Down. I wish you would pass me. I wish I, I wish we could trade our numbers right now. But no, um, no, I don't want no pity followers. Uh, that's all you got. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. We've got Come a on, ton wait, of hold the phone. Hold the phone. I'm about to subs I'm, a sub I'm about to uh, surpass you on YouTube subscribers. I have way more Instagram followers than you. I, I have don't... more TikTok followers whoa, than you. Whoa, 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 but yeah, whoa, whoa. you're still bragging about Twitter. I'm here. Muted. I have never once promoted my Instagram, like, period, ever. You were on TikTok back when it was Tout or Musical.ly or, like, MySpace or something. Don't be making excuses, Sean. Did I make excuses about my Twitter account? No. I owned it, okay? And I said, one day I will surpass you. Nobody likes people that make excuses, Listen, Sean. I don't the care how many... I'm beating you. I don't about to care... Beat you how many bots you have on TikTok? I do not care. How many like weird? Yeah, how many you have on Hive, Denise? I don't give a fudge about Hive. Exactly. Follow Sean Ross app on Hive right now. They have like one million followers. They have like one million app people on Hive. So find that and follow me on the new MySpace. I would love if MySpace came back. But they either have way, a new version of MySpace. Who gives a shit? I have an account. Leave it thumbs. <laughs> Leave I it have thumbs a Tumblr up. too. <laughs> Subscribe. We have interviews with Eric Bischoff that dropped last week, and Jake something. We've got Hakeem Zayn, aka Rohit Raju, dropping tomorrow. We got I think Santino Morella later this week as well, uh, dropping right after Thanksgiving, but. FightfulSelect.com is where you can go to get all of your exclusive wrestling news. I'll brag about that in a little bit. Uh, $5 a month. That's all it takes. But if you want to get your question or statement read here on the air, donate a Super Chat. Donate a Humper Chat. Our wonderful moderator, Luis, is collecting them. And uh, Mick, Astro Mick gets us started and says, Loving the new intro music. Sounds like Vidmark video intro. Very time cop. Keep up the amazing work you do. We got a whole bunch of them. Uh, I like the synth music, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make like five intros. So there we go. Blah, blah, blah says, not Raw related. Being that Twitter is important in wrestling media, what made you think that? Like, what, what about our conversations have ever made you think that? It says, but you both have big followings. Are you worried about recent Twitter changes? What do you think will happen to wrestling media if Twitter slowly dies? We'll find another medium. Um, I would, I would be fine if I didn't have twitter i would oh, love to be quiet sean oh, no would... you wouldn't you are the most twitter addicted person that i know i don't i don't would love to lie. not have twitter everyone I would... here knows it i would love everyone. to not okay i'm gonna mute you in a moment <laughs> i would love to not have twitter that would be very great i would have i loved twitter a lot more about three or four years ago but uh, i would love to not have it now 
Would you roll your eyes one more time, please? Just do it one more time. There you go. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I would like that, but uh, social media is necessary for what we do, like between TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And Kyler does most of that stuff for us now, almost all of it now. So uh, that'd be beneficial. But I, I mean, I there's a huge untapped, like, facebook audience that we don't have so i'd probably try to attack that a little bit more but uh I, i'm not really worried about the twitter changes honestly with the the investment that was made into twitter they're not going to take an l by just letting it die there there's i mean twitter usage was at an all-time high this week um there are some promising things regarding uh content monetization that has been pitched from what i understand so Hopefully that ends up happening. That way people can make money off of their own material on Twitter, whereas they've not really been able to as much in the past. But They're also very severely behind because TikTok and Instagram are paying really good money right now for uh, content. There you Instagram go. actually paying the best out of all the apps, there you even go. YouTube. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Fightful Online. Kyler's been posting a lot of reels over there. But yeah, I think wrestling media will be fine. Twitter is the best because it's so interactable there. And you can't really flood somebody's feed on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on a lot of those things. You can't you, really you can't. on Instagram either now either because of the algorithm. Okay. Well, there you go. SAS says, do you think we'll start to see the downfall at Survivor Series with something big happening with the bloodline? I think it's possible that we start to see some cracks in the infrastructure of the bloodline. And we're about to talk about that. We kicked off with the uh, brawling brutes, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, all coming out to the ring, existing. Man, Drew McIntyre was in like seven segments for Raw tonight. It was like old times. What did you think of them coming out and and, and talking their shit, Denise? Dude, I've been such a big fan of the Brawling Brutes ever since they got together on the main roster. I feel like they really have added so much substance to SmackDown, and I'm happy that they're in this War Games match because it's just going to be everyone in there. There's not one person in that match that I'm not happy about being in this match. I'm happy about all these guys in there because I know it's going to be a uh, hard-hitting match for sure. So to be honest, like... I couldn't be more stoked about the Brawling Brutes uh, being part of this. And just basically like the opening of Raw, there was so much that I really enjoyed. I actually thought that the first portion of Raw, like the first hour of Raw today was the strongest. Second hour was okay. Third hour, I thought, really, really took took a little bit out of me. I thought it, it, I kind of felt the, la the, last, the last hour. You could have missed this entire show. You could have just missed the entire show. But you're here no, you wouldn't. So would you say this was this was? Then I'm guessing you would say this was probably not a good uh, final Raw go home no. show leading into Survivor Series. Because while there were some highlights of things that I would consider good, um, there was a lot of stuff that I would say was pretty passable. Oh, yeah, there, there's me. stuff that I liked and stuff that I enjoyed. But if you missed this show, you didn't really miss anything. Like this is the lowest viewership we've had for a post raw in like a long, long time. Right now. Oh my god! Start showing feet, Sean. We're falling apart. We can't let. We can't. You can't. <laughs> can't kill this podcast. Well, the OC comes out. You know, we, we got much of the same from the OC. 
we've got you know, Dom saying, hey, when you go back to SmackDown, tell my deadbeat dad. And like, we get it. Ray went to SmackDown. How many more times are you going to friggin' say it, Dom? We know where he is. We know he's your father. We know he left. Well, I want to talk a little bit about Kevin Owens, or should I just wait for you? No, how should I start talking about it now? Okay. Well, personally, because I didn't get to watch SmackDown this Friday. I think I watched like maybe 10 minutes of SmackDown. So I didn't get to watch the entire thing. So I missed Kevin Owens' return on SmackDown. So thankfully, I watched the replay today on Raw. For once, I didn't hate the million replays that they show on Raw. And I really love the way that they did all that. And then this, you know, on today with uh, Kevin Owens basically going out there and saying that, you know, he got the best of Roman Reigns or took him to his limit rather uh you know not once not twice but three times you know I remember all the times that you and I were talking about Kevin Owens Roman Reigns and all of that stuff was really good so I'm so happy that you know it's so weird that he's like you know two years have gone by since the last time you and I met in the ring and I'm like god damn two years went by what the hell are we doing it's so crazy when you think about how much time actually went by and I'm so excited with him just basically how you know obviously we were all expecting this considering Sami Zayn and whether or not this going to end up reuniting Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens once again we'll see if that even happens but um right now just like the possible just the incorporation of Kevin Owens into all of this whether he- this leads to a one another one-on-one with him and Roman Reigns which I'm assuming it is since he mentioned he's coming for that title man I'm really stoked for all of this so this to me was definitely up there uh in terms of Kevin Owens you know returning we get the brawling brutes defeating Judgment Day with OC up on the ramp. Uh, this was, you know, this this was one of those matches where I'm like, okay, I see why they're doing it. They're promoting this Saturday's pay-per-view. It's weird for me to say Saturday instead of Sunday, by the way. And it's premium live event, Sean. There you go. Premium live event. They are promoting that. Judgment Day taking an L, though, right before they're about to face the OC. And then... I think they'll probably end up beating the OC on Saturday to 50-50 it. I think, I mean, the match is great. Jesus Christ. Like, these guys, the Brawling Brutes got over. but They didn't do anything different, Denise, from when they were heels. It's just like, oh, well, they beat the living shit out of people, and people really enjoy it. That's it. Like, every other time that they've tried to turn Seamus babyface, they've tried to make him like a a stand-up comedian. They tried to make him do jokes and all that stuff. And it's like, no, he's a funny, charming guy. Like when we interview him. Right. But that doesn't translate to sitting out there on the ramp with a microphone, busting jokes about somebody. But I believe every single thing he does in that ring. And when he was beating the hell out of Dominic, it was so satisfying. Like from a personal professional (laughs) thing. Like I think Dominic is a very nice guy. Like IRL. He is. He's incredibly nice. But his character, which probably means he's doing good character work, every time he just walloped him and walloped him. And either Dominic is better at selling than I'm giving him credit for, or Seamus was really laying it in. (laughs) Bro, come on. It looked like Seamus was killing Dominic, all right? There was one, because usually when that happens, you see, for the most part, whoever's taking the chops is most, is, if you go back and you look at the past other guys taking it, they stay in the same spot for the most part, like the entire time as they're taking, you know, this beating. I think like within, I don't know, like the third or fifth or whatever, how many chops it was at that point, it was 
uh, Dominic was already falling down. Like he couldn't hold on and he couldn't stay in that spot anymore. And so you could see his like body, like trying to hold on. Honestly, respect to him for taking that, uh, we're taking that brutality brutality because lord knows i wouldn't um i freaking okay i gotta tell you uh, this was probably one of the best things i've seen from the judgment day in quite some time because i mainly loved just all of it i loved sheamus chasing after dominic mysterio dominic finally like looking like he's actually gonna escape and then the oc blocking him uh i it was a little thing that i loved from sheamus which was just him grabbing him and dragging him back like a scolded little child and then getting him in the ring. And uh, I love this. This was really good. And I think this was definitely something that the fans wanted to see. There was a tease where you thought that uh, Dominic was going to roll up Sheamus and get the win. And let me tell you, Sean, <laughs> I had a mini panic attack because I'm thinking AJ Styles, Shelton Benjamin. And oh, my God, now it's going to be Sheamus. I would have been freaking livid because so I actually think Sheamus is doing the best right now. Alex Palowski over on fightful select has sour graps and i gave him that show because i felt like he hated everything no matter what so if he wants to do that he can do that there but i, I did partake here and there and we would always have the night that wrestling died this would have been the newest night that wrestling died if dominic mysterio would have pinned sheamus i i think for us the most recent one would have been the austin theory thing a few weeks ago like, we would have overreacted for that one. But, oh, boy. I'm glad this didn't happen. Yeah, I'm glad, um, too. Also, what's up with them giving Finn Balor some, like, really funny lines, man? I don't know if they're fu if not funny, like, in a way that they're not funny. Yes. He, he was lines. like, next time you show your ugly mug. It was a terrible line. Well, and also, <laughs> like, later on, he called himself the devil. And I'm like, all right, you know, top, the, the literal top star on the other show's nickname is the devil. And I get it. It's fairly common. But I I just would have probably stayed away from that if I was our producer, right? Like, Mainly just because if I'm somebody, if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm a wrestler and I'm trying to build myself up, I'm definitely not taking not even a little piece, if anything, from the yeah. other person on some other show that's literally at the top of the game. Or even if they were on the same show, uh, I would make sure, try to make sure. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful.
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's something that nobody else is even remotely using. I have some interesting superhero news regarding somebody involved in... I'll give that as a tip. On Fightful Select soon, I'm going to have... Come on, Sean. No, 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 no. I need that five bucks. Because, look, our Super Chats are light tonight. What if They're someone's Super real Chats? light tonight. They're <gasps> so light. I'll say this. Somebody involved between the Brawling Brutes, Judgment Day, OC, I'm going to have some interesting superhero news that almost happened. A role that someone maybe almost took in a superhero movie or TV show? Anyway, uh, it would have been a big one, too. It would have been a real, real Okay, can I just guess in the meantime? Sure. Rhea Ripley. No, there you go. Anyway, uh, OC and Judgment Day brawl backstage. And this carries out into the parking lot later on. I love this. This was uh, started off with an interview where AJ Styles said he used to be close with Finn Balor. And now he's realized who his family is. It's the OC, it's Gallows, it's Anderson. They're back. And uh, Mi Shin, who they're, who they're calling Mia Yim, even though they repeatedly called her Mia Yim over and over again, uh, she wants to own the trademark to her name. That's why that's happening. I was originally told last week they were just going to use Mia Yim and use Mi Shin as, as a, like a nickname, but they went full on with it. Her profile has changed. But that's neither here nor there. The interview itself inside wasn't much of anything. I love the brawl outside. What I could see of it, at least, Denise, I love them going out in the parking lot. What I didn't love is (laughs) the shaky camera that I couldn't see a damn thing. Drives me nuts. Hate it. Um, I thought it was okay. I liked it. I got excited. I think they cut it too short. I think they should have let it go longer. I uh, like them taking the show out of the venue here and there. I used to love stuff like that. Like D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry were in a feud and D'Lo Brown went to the strip club. Mark Henry was at to go beat him up. 
I loved it. Booker T and Steve Austin in the supermarket. Of course, that it's iconic. Great. I wanted to visit that supermarket, by the way, but apparently they tore it down. So oh, that bums that me out because that was like a venue that I considered iconic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> then I remember, like, uh, you know, so many times that they used to also do stuff at the freaking, uh, was it The World? In What is the restaurant they used to call it again? The World. In... It was WWF New yes. York. But yeah, yes. was, they changed it to The World. I was bummed out when they took that down, too, because I never got to experience it. Terry Allen Jr. says, Power Rangers fan Sean will miss Jason. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Rest in peace, Jason David, Jason David Frank. Um, I mean, had a, a huge pro wrestling connection because... He was working the convention circuit and so many wrestlers worked the convention circuit and especially so many wrestlers that are popular now grew up on Power Rangers and uh, Tommy the Power Ranger was like the biggest part of the first season like that was the big story arc was him doing what he did and then becoming the White Ranger you hate to hear that especially the manner in which we, we hear that it happened so sending love to his his family his friends his fans that is that is horribly tragic and uh, we're sending our love. Johnny Gargano does an interview backstage. He is so full of character and so full of just like energy, Denise. But I'm not necessarily enjoying the booking direction of all this. He says that he's trying to do a favor to Dexter Loomis. He's trying to do right by him. And Dexter Loomis is going to stay out of his business tonight. He'll stay out of Dexter Loomis's business next week. He's supposed to face The Miz tonight, Denise, but The Miz has other plans. And Johnny loses to Omos. Now, he makes Omos look as good as he possibly can. Like, this is not a boo-boo face Johnny Gargano. Um, Omos ain't good, but Johnny Gargano will never let you believe that based on him bumping, him doing everything he can for Omos this wasn't for me, but I did. Li I do like to see when great workers like Johnny do this type of thing and try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. I think Johnny Gargano did an incredible job in he this did. match because it fat. I, to be honest, didn't totally hate it, but I didn't totally hate it for like the wrong reason. So the reasons I totally didn't hate it were one, because I think I thought Johnny did a great job selling for Amaz and all of that. Right. Uh, and clearly, you know, it, he was kind of perfect because Johnny's, you know, like way smaller than Omaz. So there was that huge size difference. It was very, 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 obviously very noticeable. So that was, you know, impressive within itself. But I actually enjoyed this match because I love seeing how like unathletic Omaz is in a way. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's the little things. Like there was a moment where he was <laughs> smashing down Johnny Gargano's head onto the commentary table. But I don't know how to explain this. Sean, when you see some, for example, Bobby Lashley, you know, he's huge. He's buff, right? When he does things that a huge buff guy would do, you buy it, right? I don't buy it with Omos. Like when he does the and the I feel like he's trying to be a big guy when he is a big guy, but it's just not coming across as authentic. Then if if he ended up getting like a dancing Kali type of thing or like a ladies man type of thing, I would buy that more from him than a, the monster. Right, now. right. The monster. There you go. It doesn't seem like that's who he is, even though that's who they're clearly painting him to be. It seems doesn't friendly. Feel he seems really him. nice. I've seen him, <laughs> dude. At the um, God, what was it? Uh, Dallas. 
when we were doing that scrum thing, I came out and I ended up in the lobby and, you know, dudes taking pictures with the fans and, you know, very humble, very nice person, uh, all of that. But, um, but it's just not coming across like something that fits his character. Then the other thing that um, was really funny was just the way that he falls because <laughs> it's the slow motion. Like he, I think he hit his face on the turnbuckle or something like that. And he just did this very, very slow fall like it was funny. So I enjoyed it for those reasons because I like noticing those little things. Well, I'll tell you what a lot of people noticed, and it ain't cool at all. Cameron says, the worst thing that happened this year was them changing Rebel Heart. They changed Johnny's theme song, but they just had like, I think a new new group do it. I just think that this guy had some of the most endearing music in pro wrestling, period. Like, Rebel Heart is something that fans love. And WWE, I don't know what the deal is. I'm trying to find out more and more and more about why they don't want to use CFO's music. I mean, they changed Riddle's dope-ass theme to, to this, like, meh, whatever. Like, I don't know what structure WWE has that just doesn't allow them to use good music. But it's very, it's very sad. Orion Ben says, Denise, can you do a better Rebel Heart? <laughs> no, I sing terrible. Let's hear it. Let's see. No, I'm not gonna sing. I'm no, I'm no like trained seal. What a seal? You yeah, think I'm you're a, you like, think you're as good as a seal? <laughs> I mean, Seal was a fantastic singer. I'm not talking about Seal the singer, Sean. I'm talking about Seal like a trained seal at the goddamn circus. You, here are the lyrics, Denise. Be yourself. What? Are you, you going to sing it? No. I don't be know yourself. how to sing it. Can't I, be I, no can't one be, else. No. Another day. Got to give him hell. It's burning straight through the dark. This rebel heart. This rebel heart. This rebel heart. This rebel heart. I can't. I can't. Damn, you can't I carry can't. a note, Why don't you Denise? do it? This ain't karaoke night. Shit. I can carry a note at least, Denise. Damn. Okay, go. Carry a note. I want to hear it. I don't want to. Come on. Wanna. You're the one who wants Super Chats. Somebody said Omos, Kurgan, Kali, worst match of all time. You know, the funny thing is, like, Kurgan is a mega successful actor now. I didn't know if you knew that. Like, he, yeah. he's yeah. all over the place. Like, he gets roles all the time. And Kali is obviously set for life. But, man, I Rebel love Kali, okay? I will take no Kali slander, okay? He just has, like... The soul of a just a nice person. You could see yeah. it in the eyes. So um, it's it's just a bummer. The Rebel Heart song going away because so many fans like that, like that specific version. I just, I'm just yeah. Like, it always why? made me feel like I was walking into Hot Topic. Yeah. Now I just feel like I'm walking into an elevator. I bought a nice another new nice uh, Doja Cat shirt. No, it was from Spencer's where I got that one. It's a hot I topic. I like Spencer t-shirts. I tend to find some rare ones there. Really? Yeah. Where, do, okay. Does any place have like a deal with Taylor Swift or does she just sell straight she just up? She sells on her website. It's probably smart for her to do. Yeah. By the way. I, mean, I always look for like rando stuff. By the way, I yeah. saw that Sam Roberts reached out to you for a rundown on the Ticketmaster thing. He oh, did he talk it. about it on his show? He was very condescending about it, Denise. I was almost offended. I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a video on it. His most recent show. I was almost offended. I was like, listen, I'm not even going to be condescending about this. Like, I, 
I used to like to troll the, the Swifties about Kanye. Ain't doing that shit anymore, first <laughs> off. But I'm definitely not trolling them over Ticketmaster because if there's one fan group that's going to overturn Ticketmaster, defund yeah. Ticketmaster, yeah. it's them. So No, I didn't see the clip, but I did give them a full rundown as to what went down. I'm talking like paragraphs and information. And he was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I wanted to get page. a fan's perspective from that. I'm like, okay. And then that was the end of that because I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something. Literally anything else. But, guys, if you tried to get Taylor Swift tickets last week, you needed a miracle. And we have a miracle for you. Take it from the dirt sheet boy himself. You don't want dirty sheets on your bed. That's not what we do around here because we have miracle. Specifically, TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Get 40% off and three free towels. You don't want to wake up sweaty and sticky. Maybe you got that heat on during the winter. Well, Miracle brand at TryMiracle.com slash Fightful has self-cooling properties using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. They are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. And they prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth leaving them to stay cleaner, fresher, three times longer than other sheets. Help avoid those allergens and all those irritants that you can get when the bacteria builds up on your sheets. It's better for your skin. It's got luxurious comfort and quality. Since I started using Miracle Brand self-cooling brand sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful to get your three free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Guys, do us a nice favor. Share this link on social media. The the YouTube algorithm isn't bringing us up live for a lot of people. You can also tap that bell. It'll get notifications every time we go live, which is every night now after NXT, AEW, Impact Wrestling, SmackDown Rampage, and Survivor Series this weekend. And, of course, we have shows almost every day on Fightful Select as well, including <laughs> some news on who is set to be the fifth member of the War Games team. You know the answer already, Sean? I posted it on Fightful Select, yeah. I missed it. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Here, I'll type it in the chat. Yeah, type it in. I missed it. I don't know how I didn't see this. Don't say it. Oh, okay. I saw it. Good name, right? It's a good name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also had tonight's Raw plans. We had a bunch of news. Uh, We've been doing what we call select portions on Fightful Select, where we give you like little news bits as well. Uh, as much exclusive content and information as we can give you, we do on FightfulSelect.com. Just $5 a month. Promise you guys it's worth it. Austin Theory cut a hell of a promo. My God, he cut a great promo. Now, I just want to say, with each one of these promos, Denise, you're going to have people say, see, it was a good decision. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. You can make somebody interesting make somebody have a catalyst for something without booking like crap. You don't need a golden egg. He doesn't need a selfie. He doesn't need uh, he doesn't need a losing streak. He doesn't need to lose a money in the bank to have a catalyst. Now, I do agree that if he would have come up from NXT like this, that it probably wouldn't have been as effective. However, 
you don't have to have bad booking for like a full year before that catalyst happens, Denise. You can you can just have him do in- interesting stuff, but in that character. He could he could have been an oaf. He could have been a, a bit of a ditzy guy. I've always said like Channing Tatum in 21 Jump Street. Like that's him. He's like the jock who is capable of really athletic, amazing things. That would have been good for him. But I don't think you needed to do the bad booking to get there. Of course not. And I said it last week and I'll say it again. Now they're really, uh, they're trying to save face with theory because the amount of criticism and backlash that they got for that was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. And now they're doing everything that they can to, you know, realize, to cover it up. You know, they're putting a bandaid over this and I like what they're doing with theory. Like I like it today. I like it. You know, I don't like what they did, you know, with everything, the cash in and all of that. That was a big bust. But I like what they are doing to recover from that. And for me, it's still going to take a little bit more than just one good promo tonight, although it was a good promo. But it's going to take a little bit more because I said this when this whole cash in happened. I need more. I mean, when. The cash in happened. It was so bad that I I didn't feel like I could ever take Austin Theory the same ever again. And so today I thought that his interactions mainly with Bobby Lashley, that back and forth promo that they did, I thought was really the cherry on top of really what they've done since the since the cash in, since the failed cash in. So I will say this, like the last two days, it's been Last two weeks, it's been okay for Theory. It's been better. But I do think that they're doing it because of how bad they were criticized for the cash-in. And, I mean, I'm still – I'm curious as to what you think, Sean, because I'm kind of on the bow of – I kind of think that he should win at Survivor Series. I kind of do, too. Uh, by the way, guys, get in your, your thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate that. It's funny, Denise. I posted a tweet that was actually about Austin Theory. And this should speak volumes about how WWE's booking is. I said, you don't have to have dog shit stories in booking to create a catalyst in a more entertaining, satisfying character or change. You can do that with good stories in booking. Everybody thought it was about Mustafa Ali. I thought it was very clear it was about theory. Yes, I saw that tweet too. and it was very clear when you said catalyst dog shit booking. I'm like, oh, that's Austin yes. Theory. yes. And after this promo, which is yet another banger from Austin Theory, he went out and had another banger of a match with Mustafa Ali, who, you know, I wish would be in a better spot. But at this point, I'm pretty satisfied that he's on television. He looks like a million bucks, by the way. That gear looks great. His hair looks great. Um, He is becoming a bit of a meme, though. Uh, Like Bobby whooping that ass meme. Yes. I don't really care for it that much. I get that it gets him on TV, but I remember this whole thing started with him confronting Seth Rollins and us thinking that he was actually going to get something decent out of this. And now I feel like that quickly faded and turned into him kind of being like a little bit of a, maybe, I don't know, joke is too harsh of a word, but I don't know what other word to use, but it kind of feels like he's a little bit of the, uh, it's been used a little bit of a joking manner, like even with today with with Bobby Lashley chasing down Theory and Theory going back there and Ali's back there and he shoves him into Bobby Lashley and then Bobby Lashley decides to just beat the living shit out of Mustafa Ali because Theory just ran too fast. It, it's one of those things where I'm like, hmm, they're really making Ali look a little bit like a goof. 
Well, they had a great match. It was it was phenomenal. Like they work really, really well together. Do Mustafa Ali and Austin Theory. And uh, you're going to find more and more of these combinations that work really well together because you're not seeing the same people wrestle all the time. And this is like what we were experiencing wasn't an announced like best of seven, like what AEW is doing with the elite. They, they would just wrestle seven times just to do it. Now you're starting to see people like, like Mustafa Ali actually get a chance to show what he can do. I do believe there's something more bubbling underneath the surface for Ali. I think that this is, I don't think this is like a rib on him. I don't think this is a punishment for him. If this were under Vince, I think it absolutely would have been. Because I knew Vince did just didn't like him. But remember that tweet that he posted to Braun Strowman when yes. Braun Strowman was making fun God of him? damn, it was hilarious. It dude. was a great one, but it's still basically, it was a great response from Mustafa Ali, but at the same time, it was also him saying he still wants out of the company. Sure. And while may, you and I, maybe the average Joe may have read that as really funny, uh, maybe people you know within WWE maybe didn't think it was funny. I don't know. You tell me, Sean. I'll find out more. I will absolutely find out more. Because it feels to me like I'm thinking, okay, what would so, make them kind of treat him like this? That's the only thing I can think of. I want to address this comment. Miguel, I appreciate your patronage, but you saying Ali is a goof. He was a leader of retribution and hacker. Well, Miguel, you are fucking dumb. And I'm going to tell you to go Google the traffic that Mustafa Ali in retribution did. When Mustafa Ali was revealed... As the leader of Retribution, it did over 4 million views on their YouTube, Denise. If it cracks 1 million, that's like, that's pretty damn big. That I is think he's talking more about big. the aftermath of that and the treatment care. of Retribution being crap. The hacker stuff was interesting. People were, were digging were. it. People were digging it. Retribution. People dug it at first, at, <laughs> even though I didn't like when they had the guy waddle towards the screen. People were like, hell, at least it's something. But they had no idea what to do with it. No idea what to do with it. Retribution was like a roller coaster. It went really high at one point and then dropped on, very Miguel. low. You disappoint me, Miguel. Do better than this, Miguel. <sighs> Sean, you're here asking people to send us super chats because this is our light show and you're also yelling at our viewers. Yeah, they are light. They're really light right now. You see what I, I mean? See Listen, <laughs> he, he didn't, been nice he didn't, Miguel, he didn't he give us any Miguel money. $5. Listen, you reserve the right to get clowned if you don't give us money. Oh, this, you know what this feels like now? You know when you go to a comedy show and you sit in the front and the comedian starts picking on you? It's exactly what this feels like. Well, right a girl now. from my a girl from my town um, had the she was the girl who had the beer thrown at her. Did you see that the comedian that had the beer thrown at her and then no, she just picked it up that. and drank it? That's pretty good. Now Irene says, "Don't defend retribution. It was a dead gimmick when it started. Everyone deserved better, especially Ali." Listen, if Triple H had booked that, it would have been a lot better. But what Vince did was Vince got on a call and. On the conference call, people said, when, when are you going to introduce new talent? What are you going to do about the ratings being down? And they immediately said, ah, retribution. They had no idea who was going to be in the group. But objectively, that did a lot of social numbers. And I mean heavy social numbers. Go back and look. Like Some of the stuff that retribution did 
even though I it wasn't for me, even though Vince had no plan for it, it did insane social numbers, which is something that we track. Well, Lashley confronted Theory afterwards, and Theory did not back down. Well, until he cracked Bobby Lashley with a chair and Lashley looked at him. I would have preferred something besides Austin Theory running. Because after that promo, after him winning, after him standing up to Bobby Lashley, uh, I really think that that would have worked out a lot better if he just kind of backed away slowly. I liked it. I liked the way that it all turned out. I liked it. So, I mean, does did that hurt uh, Austin Theory at all for you? More than what they already did? No. They already did like they already did like the bottom of the bottom of the barrel with theory. Anything I think is better now. Yeah. And any and in this sucks too. I hate it too because I could say, oh yeah, last week they did good, this week they did good, and then there's gonna be people that'll be like, Oh yeah, I told you so, and I'll be like, nah, not really, bro. So that does bother me, but what can you do? At least they're trying to reverse it which is why i think he should actually win at survivor series and i know that may not be a popular opinion but for the sake of them doing all of this you might as well just give them the title reminder guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats that gets your question or statement read on the air and we would greatly appreciate that or else sean's gonna keep yelling at people in the chat i mean i do wish that we had more super chats and humper chats. You're depressing me, Sean. I well, I'm I depressed. Mean, we've we've got a few, but they haven't been uh, put on the back end, so it's not as light as I thought. Uh, MC Scammer says, "Yep, it's true. I only follow Denise as a pity follower." Depressing. Listen, that's of our all the biggest. Super chats to get. That's the one we get. That's our biggest super chat of the night as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm here defending the people. You know what? Screw the people. Yell at them, Sean. Yell at them. Oh, I see that uh, the power is out at at Luis's house. So um, he is unable to collect those super chats and humper chats. So I'll take a look at him. But uh, one LT photo says, I did not like him punking out and running from Bobby. It was starting to work for me back down. I mean, that, that's the thing. I just wish it would have been a little bit different. Just a little bit different, and it would have helped out an awful lot. Uh, we've got Justin Rivera saying, Hey, Denise, met you at Full Gear. You were really nice. Made it a point to ask me my name, shake my hand. Meant a lot, especially since it was after your crappy fan interaction. Thank you, yeah. Justin. Thank Sorry you. you went through that goofy bullshit, Denise. Uh, you should have seen my grandma's reaction, bro, when I told her. You should have thrown him down the stairs. Should throw him down the stairs. You can throw me over the top rope. You can't throw some drunk guy down the stairs. Long story short, I'm not even going to go through that again, okay? But, uh, yeah, that was my experience. <laughs> right. Actually, we, we've got a we've got a couple of these I'm going to add to the, the women's match there. But we end up getting Alpha Academy versus Elias and Matt Riddle. They, I mean, Alpha Academy are killing it. They are killing it in the ring. I like that they weren't going like, oh, the odd couple, how will they ever work out? Corey Graves is like, no, why would we say that? Matt Riddle has made it work with every tag team partner he's ever had, whether it's Thatcher, whether it's Randy Orton. He'll probably make it work with Elias too. And they did. They won the match. I have one qualm with this, Denise. There was that dope ass steiner bulldog it's the doomsday device electric chair into a bulldog i think that should be a finish forever always 
forever and ever, amen, Randy Travis style. Nobody should kick out of that. That is such a dope looking move. I would I would use that as a finish if at all possible. They've got great chemistry together. And it, honestly, it feels like every single person that Riddle or Gable get in the ring with Denise, they have really great chemistry with. It takes me a second to get used to new new teams, so I'm still working on it. I'm the person that needs at least like a month to get used to something. So I'm still not used to it. I don't hate it, but I'm just not used to it. It still feels a little like weird. Um, with that being said, I did like the match, man. I loved, um, there was a portion on the outside that I particularly loved because when Riddle kicked Otis in the face, Otis just sold it like so freaking well, man. Like that yes. thing looked like it hurt like freaking hell. Um, the floating bro, uh, I think he hit it twice, once outside the ring, once inside the ring and finally getting it on Gable for the win. Good match, man. I mean, Matt Riddle and Gable, anytime they interact, it's just a beautiful sequence all the time. That's always appreciated. Yeah, so it's going to take me a little bit of a second to get used to um, Elias and um, Riddle still, though. It takes me a hot minute. I think we're going to need more like outside the ring Yeah, like more of the bonding stuff, right? Because we, you know, it was kind of funny when they were doing the bongo stuff and talking about their band. So they have done a few, but none that really have really grabbed me just yet. And I think maybe that's because, you know, Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, they had such a dynamic that, you know, they were SpongeBob and Squidward. You can't really replicate that anymore. You have to do something totally different. I would, I would like to see them actively try to bond. Like, I think that Elias should be like, listen, I know we don't look like we should go together, but I've seen how you can succeed with other people and I want that success. So let's make an effort. I want to see them like going to baseball games or football games. I want to see them having like jam sessions and shit. Do you I want to see it them- fit more with instead of Elias with the Ezekiel version. Well, he did. Cause he said, cause that's why Elias said that he didn't beat up Riddle is because that Ezekiel liked him so much. So right. I think that actually lends to it. The fact that he's, also, I'm really hoping that next month we get, or not next month, but at the Rumble, we get Elias and Ezekiel. Like, yeah. I want Elias at the beginning, Ezekiel at the end. But and Alrod. That would be cool, too. That would be cool, too. But, like, at the beginning, you, you got to, like, lay out Elias. Like, he's got to be off screen for, like, a month, right? Because he's got to grow his beard back out after this. So he gets... He gets laid out by somebody, like really abused by somebody. And it's like vicious. And then later on, Ezekiel comes out for revenge on that person that attacked him. That's what I want. I gotta have it. I gotta I hope they do do it. You should like work your magic, doo-doo. Denise said doo-doo. (laughs) Sean, you're like 50 years old. You're laughing at (laughs) doo-doo. You're literally howling at doo-doo. Uh, Denise. You need to get out more. Denise says doo-doo. Will says he'd pop so hard. Well, it's funny because Denise would poop so hard. Ah, you said Oh, my doo-doo. God, Sean. No, this is sad. We're getting so desperate for super chats. You're going back to Denise. Send us, let's send us some doo-doo super chats. Pressing. You see, people, this is where we've got into. Although, uh, you know, I've been wanting to ask you because what have you been thinking about commentary? I haven't really been too thrilled with it. I'm sorry. So and it was noticeable today. And I'm trying to remember, do you remember what match it was or who was listen, coming out with? There was like no talking. It was there's weird. okay. So I have found that Corey Graves oftentimes has to take over play by play commentary. Like he will oftentimes start calling the moves and Kevin Patrick will lean more into color. 
and it's 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 very weird it's very it's it's not for me i'm not liking the combo right now yeah i think for me it's just uh i think what's missing personally is just really selling what you're seeing on tv i feel like you can tell when um i can tell when they're not as interested in the match you know yeah ryan ben says sean's perfect strangers elias and riddle that'd be cool i mean again you're talking about a real high bar to clear because of RK bro. Ulysses Rodriguez uh, this is $8 American, by the way, guys. Don't act like we're, we're rich here. So sending love for Costa Rica. I was watching you guys way more than I like watching Raw. I think the honeymoon is over for Triple H. Can we blame it on Road Dog? We can't blame it on Road Dog. I do think the honeymoon is over for Triple H, but a good War Games pay-per-view, Denise, could extend that a little bit. And when you look at what Triple H is dealing with and what he doesn't have, Denise, I mean, he's not exactly working with a full deck of cards here. He has not had Becky at all. He has not had Charlotte at all. Naomi and Sasha at all. That's just in the women's division. Hasn't even had Carmella either. And then on the men's side of things, he hasn't had Big E, Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton. And then he lost Ciampa almost immediately. So he he has not been dealing with like a full deck of cards here. And perhaps most importantly, Denise, he hasn't booked Shanky yet. Bro, I forgot Shanky existed. Exactly. So did they. But I mean, oh, that, yeah. those are. That's I forgot like, about Shanky. We're talking like seven, eight top people that have not been on the show. So. I'm going to start rioting if we don't get Shanky. But by the way, yeah. that honeymoon period really flew by. It sure did. When do you think it ended? Um, the theory, theory, the theory thing for sure. Um, McIntyre shows up backstage <laughs> and, uh, talks some trash to Corbin. Corbin talks some trash to him, punches Corbin in the face. And what I love is like, he punches Corbin and then he's just gone. <laughs> Did he punch him and just sprint out of the locker room? Either way, I like that JBL is like, here's what helped me find myself. I sat back here and I played cards with my friend. It will work for you too. I trust you. Just trust me. So we get the match. It's a good match. It's just like one of those where I'm like, ah, did I need it? Not I feel really. like we've seen it a bunch. Have yeah, we well, on SmackDown? Well, we have. We have. And we saw it at WrestleMania. And that's how they built it. No wonder. Was that it, it was, was big on because I mean that was the first time that anybody kicked out of the end of days, and that's a big deal. Like Baron Corbin had done an incredible job protecting that. But um, yeah, we had seen this quite a bit. They did WrestleMania, they did the the handicap match uh, on on Raw before that. They had like six man tags, but they have faced each other like uh like quite a bit. That explains it because this is a huge step up from you know Corbin and Tozawa. Yeah, you know, obviously Drew McIntyre is a bigger star, but it just feels so meaningless because you're like, well, what are we go? Where are we going? What are we doing? And also, I've seen this, and I know I've seen this, so I I struggled with this one. Now, in a one-on-one perspective, like we we saw, it was three times in 2020. We saw it in March of 2021. We so saw Thunderdome it- era, which added to it in terms of making it a little bit less harder. Exactly. To, a, a little bit harder to watch, excuse me. But in the last two and a half years, we've seen the specific one-on-one match seven times now. And I don't know if I needed that. And that's in addition 
to a handicap match to six man tag matches to remember when Dr- Drew was teaming with it was it was a year ago this week Denise when Drew teamed with Jeff Hardy and before oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy got you know got the boot yeah that was the start of that feud so I I was so I just didn't like that feud no wonder much, but... I had flashbacks and I was like oh I'm out <laughs> but I thought they they had a good match they had a they had yeah. a good match. Denise, what are you getting into this weekend? Are you going anywhere? Oh, yeah. I'm going to Canada for vacation. Who cares? Are you really? Wait, Canada, where to? I'm not telling you. You said who cares. Who cares? Because when you do go to Canada, you'll be able to watch all your favorite shows. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can get four additional months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it, it works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC. I'm traveling to Charlotte, then Winston-Salem, then back to Lexington. Denise is going from L.A. to Canada. And no matter where you are, you can watch all your content. You can uh, stay safe and secure on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, at the hotel, at the venue with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If maybe you want to watch the Survivor Series this weekend, but you missed that old WWE Network interface. You can get it back. Subscribe to the WWE Network via Canada through NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You're good to go. Maybe you want to watch AEW this Wednesday without commercials. Use that VPN. Get AEW Plus. You're good to go. Two weeks ago, I bought that UFC pay-per-view at a much more reduced price because I got it from an overseas service. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. The fastest VPN in the world, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. The reason I love this sponsor so much, it is it is truly one that everybody can use. Everybody wants to block pop-up ads and malware and all that. Everybody wants to save money. It's good stuff, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. We have the Women's War Games promo. They're going to reveal the fifth member of... Uh, Team Bianca on Friday, or you can go to Fightful Select right now. And Nurguru says pushing that person returning as a fifth member this Friday is stupid. The women's match is like the raw side of war game, so why didn't they just pull the trigger? So we aren't going to say who it is. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, and we don't want to spoil it for people that don't want to be spoiled. I feel like pushing it to Friday, Denise. Pun intended says we are punting against Monday night football. Not only that, not even a good Monday night football game. Six and five team against a five and six team or whatever the hell it was. Four and five, five and four. Wasn't even a good one. I hate when they they just they're like, eh, it's Monday. Because eh. that just conditions me to not like feel like I don't have to watch the show. It conditions people to feel like they don't need to watch the show. Makes our numbers lower as well. That sucks, but eh, whatever. Well, I'm excited for the women's war games. Oh, I'm I'm excited for the match. I just don't think I think they yeah. should have revealed it tonight. I think they should have revealed it. I think it so tonight. too, because I did I just think that it keeps people, you know, I don't know. I just think they yeah. should have definitely announced it tonight for sure. Right. And I mean Ry Gillian says, I heard Super Chats were light. Figured I'd drop in for a little Shoutski. Sasha needs to be the fifth woman in War Games. But I imagine it's Becky. Wild thought. Sasha comes back. I'd love to see her return as Mercedes. Love you guys. Bye. If Sasha comes back, she's coming back as Sasha. 
they put too much stock into that name, Denise. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, we got the match. Asuka, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley wins fairly clean with the Riptide to gain the advantage. Huge brawl breaks out afterwards. Asuka and Rhea Ripley work really well together. Rhea Ripley is a top flight main event level talent. We've known that about Asuka for years and years and years. She was always pushed as as such. But um, I think that I think that Rhea is ascending. I think Rhea is about to be put on that level because look look at the horsewoman situation where they would always rely on them. Sasha's gone. Charlotte hasn't been around. Becky just got hurt. And you know, this is after her she had been back for a year after being gone for a year and a half. Bailey had to miss over a year. And for a while it felt like the women's division, like, man, it really could have used some other people that had been established. Fortunately, Bianca was there to help put it on her back. They helped add Liv Morgan. They're still doing a little something with her. Rhea Ripley's got to keep ascending, keep ascending. Like, she is very much a top player. Asuka's going to be a top player in and out as she can be, but um, she's, I think she's probably had her best runs as far as they're booked. That being said, Triple H booked her to have a huge undefeated streak for years. So, uh, but, but how are you feeling about this? I, I love that. They finished it with Asuka taking everybody out. Even After she lost, she got her heat back a little bit. You had Michin and Rhea Ripley brawling out, so they, they promoted their thing. I thought this was an effective segment. It just would have been a lot more effective if that fifth member would have came out at the end. For sure. Now, I remember if you go all the way back to when we first started seeing Asuka and Rhea Ripley, it wasn't the best of days. They didn't have like the greatest chemistry in the beginning uh, or even the second time. I think it took them quite a bit to even get chemistry together, which was shocking because I remember when they first announced Asuka Rhea, everybody was like, holy shit, this is going to be like freaking crazy. And it really did not end up being that way. But I would say that I think the I think that Rhea Ripley has just grown so much in terms of her confidence, in terms of uh, you you're really starting to see that she is becoming a new type of star. She was already going to be a star. You already knew it, but now she's coming into like another level in terms of we've been seeing her just so much, you know, and she's been featured. She's been uh, consistent all the time. I I remember when we, when she was champion and we were getting those really weird promos where she was just like talking like this and we were all like, what's going on with Rhea. And this finally, she feels so much more natural and it just goes in line with everything that she's been doing in ring. Cause in ring, she's always been, you know, to the teeth and, you know, great. I've always loved Rhea in ring. Um, and so with that being said, I loved Asuka and Rhea tonight, mainly because I think that Rhea Really just, you know, with her presence and her character and the heel work that she was doing to me just really worked uh, in this match here. And I was very happy that Rio got the win to me. It just makes more sense to go about it that way. Uh, the brawl afterwards, I think, was definitely needed just to give a little bit of more of a little bit of more more hype for the uh, women. But regardless, I was expecting to find out the fifth and final person for 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 it because. When you have the brawl, I thought, okay, it's very easy to have the person run in and make their big grand entrance in that manner. So the way that they did the reason, it, it keeps me wondering like how they're actually going to, uh, you know, make it feel a little extra special when it does happen on SmackDown. 
Wrapping up our super chats. Get them in, guys. We are about done. Matt Reichel says, so who has more followers on Hive? Sean or Denise? Money I is on. I have an Sh- account. There you go. Money is I'm on not Sean. Like mob mentality. Let me read. Let me read his super chat so I can pay you, Denise. Money is on Sean, who reported the fifth for Bianca's team. Follow me on Hive at Sean Rossat. Follow us on Instagram at Fightful Online. We are at Fightful.com on TikTok. I think we have a lot of cool clips. We have all this stuff is in my link tree on my Twitter. Uh, so there you go. Kylie says, I know this is about Raw, but the shit in Colorado and JDF's death, hug your friends, tell them you, lo- you tell them you love them. Well, we love all of you guys. I am so excited. By the way, Rank Chaos, please tell me what the super chat is. If you say uh, we missed your super chat, it helps us to tell us what it is. Uh, our moderator uh, kind of slid out for a little bit. His power was out. Let me know what it is. We'll read it right now. But hope I get to meet all of you in uh, Winston-Salem this weekend. I'm going to go back here, try to find these super chats. But Denise, tell the people where they can find you. All right, you can find me on YouTube because I'm almost at 80K. Uh, please, if you want to watch all of the media scrums, uh, if you want to watch them separately, pretty good audio, good video, all of that. Uh, check it out, especially my MJF video. I feel like it's become like the official one because, you know, and you could hear everything in it. Uh, so go check it out. That one was trending yesterday on YouTube. But if you do want to go and watch, and I know the Jamie Hader one's doing really well too you can check that one out too but if you want to watch the scrum videos youtube.com slash denise salcedo plus a bunch of other types of content that you can check out there and follow me on twitter just so one day i can beat sean i hope so uh, how do you pronounce this grupo firme on mnf took the hispanic demo from raw i don't haven't seen grupo firme i don't know what that is well they they were on it was monday night football tonight uh pinto oh, okay. was at the game I tonight. saw that's, that's some cool. good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. K775 says, think we're heading to Rhea Bianca post Survivor Series. Yes, I do. Uh, but I mean, I think we're gonna get the me or the the mission thing as well. Like, I think we're headed towards that. Um, I believe we had another super chat around here, but hey guys, Survivor Series this weekend. Uh, Denise will be here. Will Washington will be filling in for me because I will be at Winston-Salem. Um, I believe we had a super chat from uh, about Seth Rollins that Luis is getting. But uh, this Wednesday, I'll be bringing you guys. What do you guys want to talk about? It's a preview of our Q&A show at a special time of noon. Then I'm heading out of town for four or five days. Fightful Select on Tuesday doing a very special Backstage Report Q&A podcast. And uh, that one will be a lot of fun. Flame Inc. says, do we enjoy wrestling good or bad just because it's fresh? Not a fan or of WWE or AEW as I find both boring. I mean, I, I just love the form of entertainment, Denise. Like, I just love pro wrestling, like, uh, period. Like, whether or not I think it's sometimes fresh. because WWE and AEW are so popular, you forget that there are fans yeah. that actually don't watch neither products. Like, I have a bunch of friends that don't watch WWE or AEW like they watch you know other stuff whether it be Lucha whether it be you know uh All Japan Noah like all this other stuff DDT um you know all these other promotions so like I think sometimes you know I feel like sometimes those viewers may feel a little bit in the minority especially if you're not watching WWE because that's like the most talked about thing but uh yeah I like that though because I love you know seeing what you know people like to watch 
Scotty Bosock says, is it the algorithm or is it something more glitchy going on? On my home screen, it says you're live with the red dot. Then you click on it and it's promoting the Rohit Raju video as live. Well, that one Actually, wasn't. that happened the other day, Sean. Yeah. I That happened to me when I, I saw that Fightful was live and I clicked on it and it started saying all of your past streams were live because I was yep. trying to tune in to, to Will's show and it kept taking me to like every like every show was coming out as live, but I think that was a YouTube glitch, clearly. Oh, yeah. YouTube has been glitching on us hard lately. It's been messing with our subscriptions, been messing with our live stuff. Uh, we are in like we have different tabs now, which some people prefer. But... I do. I think it helps a lot because it looks really messy when they had everything together. Well, with us, when you have like three or four regular videos, but then like five live streams, it re it doesn't necessarily benefit us. You should be as all much. live. You should be the live tab. Should be the hot tab because most of the shows are live. And it doesn't do that. It never does that. Like we got humped, and not in a good way by that. Um, William Rabb says with the Cody dig, is Seth still a heel? Yes, technically he is a heel. And DNC Digital says, just want to say it's been a tough year for me and Fightful Post shows helped me escape some stuff. Big fan of you guys. Hope to work for Fightful one day. Anything is possible, my friend, and I hope things get better uh, for you. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, again, I've always mentioned this, October, November, December, they're usually slow months in pro wrestling. But uh, we're still going to have a ton of good content for you guys. I uh, just booked my stuff for the Rumble. Me and Denise are already plotting our, our Rumble post-show live. By the looks of it, we might have to do a damn press conference afterwards, though. You never you yeah. never know. But Joe says, just dropping by to say thanks, guys. Keep it up. We will keep it up. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you to I Am A Sizzy 05 as we go off the air. Thank you all so much. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.